Good morning, my name is Kyle Gatlin, one of the pastors here, and I bet, I bet all of you have put up your Christmas decorations, is that right? Yeah, okay, some of you still got some out, all right. I don't know about you, but in our, in our house, uh, we, we, we usually put it up pretty quick after Christmas, we were gone for a while, so literally the day we got back, uh, just this, earlier this week, we finally put it all up, and in our house, we take down stuff to put up stuff. Which means we got to take down stuff again and put up more stuff. So I don't know if all of you that way replace stuff on the walls. We do. And, and, but there's a, there's a few things that, that I have kept over the years that is stuff that I plan on keeping. And it's stuff either, it's either in my house, in my uh, outside room that uh, is sort of a storage room slash office slash exercise room slash whatever else I can cram in their room type thing, and, and my office. So got, I keep these different things. And I want to show you pictures of the things that, that I keep that, that we'll always keep. Like, like, for instance, this one. This came literally from 1985, I believe. 1985. Uh, it's a cross-stitch. Uh, and the, the young lady that cross-stitched it and gave it to me, her name is Candy Blackburn, she was my little sister in the fraternity. She, when, when she got uh, invited to be one of the little sisters, the rule is you got to invite somebody to be your big brother. She invited me. We were both from the Mobile area, so that, that was our connection. Well, she crossed this and gave it to me, I think, in 1985, and I've kept it ever since. I had no idea that my name had meaning. All right, didn't know, didn't know the etymology of the word at all, right? And when she stitched that, I went, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Then I went and bought a name book and, and figured out, oh, everybody's names means something. But, but anyway, I've kept this ever since the mid-80s. It's followed me everywhere I've moved. The next thing that, keeps, that I hang up at the house is uh, a cross that my son made, and and I'm pretty sure he made this at a Bible school at some, some point here. Not sure when, not sure of the year. This next picture is a bowl that my daughter made, and it's a dog bowl. It was made after we, bought our, after we got our second Dotson, a long-haired uh, Dotson named Buster. He is no longer with us, but the bowl is still with us. This next one is actually a picture of a picture. My brother-in-law, my wife's brother, Pat, is a professional photographer. Early in his career, he was uh, experimenting, taking different pictures, and he, he staged this one and framed it and gave it to us. This next one is about 15 years old this year, and it was painted by my wife's mother. So obviously, we're not getting, we're going to keep that one as long as we can. This next one, uh, those are grandkids. Those are grandkids painting, I think. I think you guys probably got something like this. At the, I think the Salibas go the same place we do. Uh, so our grandkids go, so they probably have given those to grandparents before. So Brooks and Wells. And this last one is in my office. I recently just got this one from a wonderful lady in our church who does, does some art. And this was a little bit different. You can't tell it from the picture because it's, it's uh, not a 3D picture. So I keep these things all the way back from the... Uh, mid-80s, all the way to just a few weeks ago, getting this one. These are going to always be with me. These will be in my house, in my office, somewhere they will be displayed. 
And, I, and it would be interesting to talk about how they were made or how, what went into my son making that cross or, or where my little sister learned how to cross stitch and where she came up with this idea or where, how my daughter uh, figured out how to paint this bowl for my do- the dog bowl. And, and if you look at the, the last picture of that fish, it's, it's got some texture to it. We can talk a lot about how these things were made, but I'm not keeping them because of how they were made. I'm keeping them because of who made them. See, it's not about the how, but who. It's not about how, but who. And, and that's really what I want to get into, particularly this first week in, in our reading through the Bible, and particularly in Genesis. We're going to be spending some, some few weeks in Genesis here in January. And then that's what I want to get into real quickly because the first verse of Genesis is this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We've all heard it. We've all said it before. We, one of those verses we actually memorized, right? If somebody said, I need you to memorize a verse in the Bible, the first ones are uh, Jesus wept. We always remember that one. And the next one, in the beginning, God created, right? We remember that. And God created is, is really sort of the emphasis here. God created those two words, but so many people want to discount those two words. Too too many people don't want to hear those. Too many people don't want to put any credence to God created. They they don't want to think about it. They they don't even want to, to entertain the idea that God created. And the reason is, They want to dwell on the how. So many people want to dwell on the how and not the who. So think about this, the how versus the who. We can really get caught up in this. In the past, I have. I have have really gotten caught up in the past about the how because you start logically thinking about it. You know, your mind goes there particularly when you get up, high, up into the, the high school science and stuff, then you get into the university level science classes, it really gets you to thinking when you start reading all the theories and stuff. Because you think, okay, was there a Big Bang? Are we, are we talking about a literal six days? Is the earth really just over 6,000 years old? Two people, the whole world from two people, right? What about the dinosaurs? What about carbon dating? What about the, the different nationalities and ethnicities that, that we have around the world? We can beat the how to death. We can really get lost in the weeds talking about the how. Different theories alternate explanations. But here's the deal. The who is the issue. The who is the issue. And I'm not talking about Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey. That's not who I'm talking about. Okay? 60 years this year, by the way. Y'all go look it up. I Just go look it up. Okay. Yeah, just, just go. All right. All right. 
That's the main, the main point is the who. How about this? Horton and the Grinch like that. All right, some of you got that one. All right, so, okay. You know, many, many movies that I, I don't go all, I don't, I don't watch a lot of movies. I, well, I self-confessed Marvel, Star Wars guy. Uh, so I'll go see those movies. But, but by and large, I don't go to a movie just to go to a movie. But there are certain people that because they're in it, I want to see the movie. Uh, Mel Gibson's one of those guys. Tom Cruise is one of those guys. Harrison Ford's one of those guys. Um, Tom Cruise is one of those guys. When, they, when they're in movies, I tend to want to see them. Okay? Did you notice I mentioned all men? I didn't mention any ladies. Happy wife, happy life, right? <laughs> but I have to confess, I will fully confess, years ago, years ago, many, many years ago, if Angelina Jolie was in a movie, I would want to see it, all right? So, but not, not recently, which means she probably hadn't made one worth seeing. Anyway, all right? But because of the who, I would want to see the movie. When we're looking at the world we live in, can I tell you, who is all that really matters? Who is all that really matters? Verse 3, chapter 1. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And this pattern is repeated over and over again. And God said, and God said, and God said. And when God said, something happened. In my opinion, what, what, what was going on here is there's an, when God said something, it wasn't a conversation. When God said, it, it, it was the precursor to an action. Now that action may have just been the beginning of an action, not a completed action if you get my drift. It may have been the, just the beginning of an action. Just like when, when Genesis records, and that was the first day, that first day phrase, in my judgment, in my opinion, is a unit of time. I don't get caught up in, well, the day is 24 hours. I don't get caught up in that. I get caught up in, in they were recording this story to let us know what was going on. It was more like there was a unit of time. There was a, a time element involved for this to be created, whatever God said. It started the process of the creation. Again, how long and how that process actually works out and all these things when God said and it was created and, and all this stuff, how that works out in details sort of bug my pay grade because I'm not focused on the how. I'm focused on the who. I am focused on the who. And that's what I want to drive home Right now, in this moment, as we get into reading the Bible, which, by the way, Genesis 14 would have been where you stop today if you're following our plan. You should have read 14 chapters of Genesis and 10, 10, 10 or so chapters of Psalm. Doesn't take very long. So if you're behind, you haven't started yet, not going to take very long. You can do it. In fact, Nick said he, he, he read all 14 chapters real quickly this week. 